Episode two is titled, What It's Like Job Searching as a Black Woman. Today, Jason and I have the pleasure of speaking with Candace Wharton, software engineer of Ask Applications. Good morning, Candace. Good morning, Candace. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're excited to have you on here as well. So, Candace, there's a game we play with all of our guests. We like to ask employees three things they think of when they hear that guest's name. Are you ready? Ooh, sure. Okay. <laughs> she looks nervous. Sweat <laughs> bees. Well, here's what folks have to say about you. Candace is a go-getter. She's a great dancer, especially at the holiday party. Uh-oh. What dance moves were you doing? Uh-oh. You sure that was me? <laughs> well, you never know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and also ambitious and takes any opportunity to challenge herself and learn new things. Wow. It's awesome. Awesome oh. things they have to say about you. I still want to learn some dance moves. That's right. Right. <laughs> From Candace. <laughs> so, Candace, tell us why you switched from journalism to software engineering. Sure. So I used to be in journalism, and it's a very hard field to get into, and it was really difficult for me. Um, That field also has a diversity and inclusion problem. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember at the time, a lot of newspapers were closing. So there was this shift to multimedia and, like, video production. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, well, since these newspapers are closing, let me try to shift. Let me learn some multimedia, some video production, and then maybe be, like, a multimedia journalist. (laughs) Um, And it was very difficult. Mm. Again, like video production is also very male dominated. Mm. Um, It's Mm -hmm. very white male dominated. Mm. So it was extremely, extremely difficult um, to get a full time job. So I had gigs here and there. But in terms of getting something full time with benefits, it was really hard. Mm. Right. And I understand. Yeah. So did you, in comparison to journalism, did you think that software engineering would be more equitable and inclusive? Ooh, that's a really good question. So a part of me knew that it was going to be hard. Um, but the thing is, at the time, and this is in Philadelphia, when um, Philly's tech scene is starting to kind of just crop up, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I remember seeing articles about this guy being a FedEx worker is now a developer. You know, he mm-hmm. went to a boot camp and he got a job. That's and, awesome. yeah. you know, you would see a lot of junior developer jobs, which ironically you don't see as much anymore. But right. at that time, yeah. you used to see a lot of junior developer jobs. And I'm thinking, okay, well, all I need to do is just do the work, right? So, you know, get some education. Um, What I did was I took some coding classes, Mm -hmm. and that was my first introduction to code. And this is in my 20s. So I didn't know it was a thing, something that I interact with every single day, didn't know that people behind the computer actually program that and get paid for it. Um, So once I got exposed to that, I was like, ooh, I like this. I can be creative. It's stimulating. Um, So this is kind of cool. So I continued taking more classes, and then I did a web development program for like nine months. And that taught me front end, back end, um, and gave Mm. me a really good, solid foundation. And then a person um, 
was actually a mentor to me and helped me with my portfolio site. Mm. Nice. So I had a web portfolio site. I had projects on the portfolio site that I did from the program. And I'm thinking, all I need to do is just do the work. Show them what I can do. Here's Mm -hmm. my website with my domain, CandiceWeather.com. Don't go to it now because it's down. But at the time... (laughs) 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 But at the time, it was up and running (laughs) with all my things on there. And... Um, it was still difficult. I kept hearing that you don't have enough experience. So I was going for internships. I was going for apprenticeships. I was going for entry-level jobs because I was already nervous applying because I knew I was changing careers. So I was still um, getting told, you don't have enough, you don't have enough. And then I look, I go on LinkedIn to see who they hired. And this person had like experience, like experience before I did, you know, so I'm like, right, right. You know, it was uh, it was really tough. A tough yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it was very frustrating as well. Right. Yeah. So what was your transition process like? And how many resumes did you have to submit? How many interviews? How many rejections? Right? Because rejection is a large part of kind of that transition process. And any negative experiences that really stuck out to you? Okay. So I had a host of interviews, sent a lot of resumes, and I was surprised that the process took as long as it did. Mm. Okay. Um, because people around me were finding jobs a lot quicker. Mm. Um, wow. So it was really shocking in that way. Um, my transition was I did everything I possibly could. So in addition to getting some formal education, having my portfolio website up, I went to conferences. So I went to conferences. I talked to people. Mm-hmm. I had set up coffee meetings with people. I would wow. reach out to people on LinkedIn. Gosh. And then when I went to see these people, I would ask them questions. How do you like your job? Um, how did you get started? Is there anything that you don't like? Is there any challenges that you have? Um, So I really had to be, you have to be social. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you did not give up. But I remember meeting you at one of the conferences that I spoke at and just being so inspired by you when you came up and you're like, listen, (laughs) tell me a little bit more about, you know, software engineering positions at your job. How can I get in? And you were just so inquisitive. Um, And and that was really, really impressive. And here you are today. Candice, I want to go back to something you said. You said people Mm -hmm. around you were getting hired a lot quicker. Mm. Um, Do you mean that people around you with the same level of skill and experience were getting hired quicker? Yes. And was there any commonality amongst those people? So, yes, uh, a lot of them were not people of color. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a trend where there's a lot of talk about diversity, but sometimes it doesn't include women of color. Mm-hmm. So diversity will sometimes default to white women. Right, right, mm-hmm. um, right. And will leave out um, African-American women yeah. right, um, right. in particular. So mm-hmm. that was a big part of it. Yeah. And I've heard that as well. I know that it, it's definitely a very stressful process yeah. you know, for women of color in particular. So, Candice, did you have any guidance uh, while you were doing this transition process? Absolutely. I did. Um, I spoke to so many people who all in their way guided me. And another thing that I did was after graduating from the program, I finally did a fellowship. And it was with a startup in Philadelphia uh, called Interactive Mechanics. Um, And those people are so awesome. I met my mentor there that I still keep in touch with to this day. But the people that also work there have been very helpful towards me, very supportive. Um, yeah, so that was really great. Um, that was helpful if I needed, like, resume help. Nice. Um, if something happened during the interview and I just wanted to talk it out or if I just needed someone to talk to, they're very helpful for, with me. Oh, right. great. 
Right. And so what were some specific challenges in landing a job? Uh, some of the challenges definitely were making it to the next round. Mm. Mm. Another challenge was, again, being told you don't have enough experience mm. and not getting feedback. So if I was turned down for a job, I would go and ask for feedback, and they would always just default to, you know, you don't have enough experience. Mm. And then I would go back and see who got hired, and this person had jobs before me. Mm-hmm. What type of feedback would have been useful and helpful for you? I think if there was any areas that they wanted me to develop more, so if there was a right. technology that I needed to learn mm. or something in particular, that would help a lot because in that way I could be like, okay, great, I'll go. And I'll learn that. Right. And then I'll right. come back and I'll try again. Right. But when you leave it as vague as you don't have enough experience, it's like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. I can't get the experience if you don't allow me to get the experience. <laughs> right. Right. So it's like this cycle <laughs> yeah. where, like, how do I get out? Um, and in the meanwhile, I'm doing fellowships. I am, you know, being a part of an organization and being a teaching assistant and, and helping others how to code in their HTML and CSS and JavaScript classes. Wow. Mm. Wow. And doing a lot. All. Seriously. Goodness, you yeah. are a go-getter. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to ask you how you dealt with the challenges and what solutions you came up with, but it sounds like you you already outlined that, you know, um, which is fantastic. Thank you. Right. So was this the first time that you heard about a program like the Career Switch? Um, and tell us about your experience in that program. Yes, this was the first time I've heard it. And my experience so far has been really, really awesome. I, my mentor was Amit Guiz. Um, so teardrop. <laughs> He's not here, but he was really good. I would talk to him um, weekly to biweekly basis. And I would ask him questions like, you know, um, how are the software engineers at the company? You know, what are some things that you guys are working on? And he was so transparent and honest with me. And I really appreciate Appreciated it. I really appreciated it. Him laying things out, being honest with me, um, and that was that was really great. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know throughout your job searching process, you really didn't come across any type of program like the career switch. How impactful was that for you? It was very impactful because it's a way to get your foot in the door, right? Um, and it's a way to get an opportunity and. It was it was so life changing to me. I remember I visited the building and I was so excited just to be in the building. And I was like, I want to come back here. Yeah. <laughs> like right. I really want to come back here on like a more permanent basis. Yeah, I was excited when you came in. I think it, everything came full circle. Mm-hmm. We spoke. I talked to you about the career switch program, and now you're enrolled in the program. And you had such an incredible mentor and sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so happy. We're just really happy that you're on board, and I, I think your team is as well. Thank you. So tell me a little bit, you know, I think there's a lot of talk around mentorship, mentors, um, and also sponsors, right? Mm. What's the difference between the two for you, Mm. between a mentor and a sponsor? Okay. I think a mentor, I would say, is more hands-on. Yeah. So they're with you every step of the way. Mm -hmm. And if you have any problems, like, Netta, like, I reached out to you. Like, (laughs) if there's anything, you reach out to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they're definitely more hands-on. I think a sponsor... Is someone where like they like they know of you mm-hmm. to take that chance, right. but they're not going to hold your hand every step of the way. Right. They may not be the person that you run to if you need help. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's the correct definition, no, no, no. but and that's kind of like I what think, I had in my head. No, I think that's fair, and I think also 
what I like about sponsors is that those are folks that are going to talk about you when you're not in the room, yeah. right? They may not be giving you advice every step of the way, but they've worked with you a little bit, and now they're, they've taken interest. Now they want to really invest in you, and they're saying, hey, I'm going to make sure I, I say good things about this this person so that they have a seat at the table and a voice at the table, and I think that's the impact there. Um, and I'm happy that... You not only had a mentor, but you had a sponsor as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That that brought you into the career switch program. So that was awesome. So Candace, the way you you went about your education, the way you've been learning these skills is, is pretty untraditional. I mean, uh, you a lot of different courses and a lot of different ways that you, you taught yourself and taught others. Um, could you... I would be really interested, actually, in, in some of the positives and negatives of that uh, kind of alternate path. Absolutely. I would say the positives is that you learn how to seek out information on your own. And this might have come from like my journalism degree and, and having to research and like verify sources. Oh, nice. Yeah. But um, when you are self-taught, you don't hesitate. You don't wait. You run to Google. Like I've, mm-hmm. I used to say in, in interviews, Google is my best friend. <laughs> I go, help Google me. Everything, right? <laughs> Google everything. And through that, you find your resources. You find your YouTube channels that are helpful, your blog that are helpful, even Slack channels that are helpful. Mm -hmm. And just kind of side note, that's also what's really been helpful in terms of me finding a job with Slack channels. Um, Well, not in this job in particular, because I'm lucky to have met met Netta. But in my job search, in Slack channels, they will put job openings. And sometimes the person that's doing it will be like, hey, contact me if you have any questions. So I would do that as well. I would take advantage of that um, and do that as well. But yeah, so in terms of being... um, of doing this alternate path, uh, it's a lot of time and a lot of dedication and a lot of discipline, right? Right. Because you're not in a school set. So you have to be able to get up early, stay up late, take that initiative. If there's anything that you want to learn, go ahead and learn it and do it. Um, So you're very, very um, go-getting. And at some point I realized, okay, I need a little bit of structure. And that's why I decided to do the web development program. Okay. and because one, it was free for me, so thank goodness, because boot camps are so expensive. They're so expensive. Yeah. They're very pricey. Um, yeah. So I was lucky to get in for free. And there was nice because I was on campus for like two, three days out of a week. Wow. So I had time to learn and then digest what I'm learning and practice right. when I'm at home. That's awesome. So that's a really positive. I would say a negative is. Sometimes I think people judge you if you don't have a computer science degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of give you the, the side eye a little bit. So mm-hmm. I would say that's one negative. Um, but I think what's cool is that, you know, tech is an area where you can you can learn. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, companies like Meetup and GitHub and mm-hmm. even Treehouse, they really have helped um, – level the playing field a little bit for people who can't afford to go to computer science or right. didn't even know that that was a route that they can take. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been really helpful because it's helped people get access to it who have been traditionally shut out. Right. Mm. And what I love about our organization is we definitely have um, hired folks that don't have computer science degrees and, yeah. you know, yeah. um, are software engineers. And I've always been a huge advocate of that because you can teach yourself, right? Yeah. And you are a product of that. So, Candace, did you have an example of another black woman in technology that really inspired you? I do. So her name is Angela Andrews. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she is such a, a good inspiration. Um, she is a woman who have made successfully um, 
made the transition back into tech and I've talked with her. I've known her for a few years and she's someone that I look up to <laughs> all the time. Um, another one that I look up to since moving to New York is Monica Powell. Um, she runs React Ladies on Meetup. So she's also inspiring because she literally started a community around React and mm. um, and specifically for women. So I think those are two ones that have uh, inspired me. And so uh, how was Monica Powell, you said? Yes. How was she a factor in your journey? Um, seeing, I think it's great when you get a chance to see peers excel because you know mm-hmm. it's possible. Mm-hmm. When you see examples mm. around you and they're going through it right along with you. Powerful, yeah. It's yeah. so, it's such um, an amazing feeling because you, you feel less alone. Right. So you don't have a choice. You were born as a black person. And you'll always be a black person. <laughs> I'm sure you're proud to be a black person as well. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your hope for the future for black women in tech? Okay. (laughs) So my hope is that we can not only get access, but we don't have to be superstars just to get the foot in the door. Um, There's different layers of engineers. You have some who are, you know, not so good, some who are great, some who are awesome. Mm -hmm. And I would love to see us at all levels Mm -hmm. be able to get the foot in the door. Um, I I pray that the, the threshold isn't so high, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just for us to get in the door. Is that because you you see that there are engineers of all levels amongst other races, and is that something you see now? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. something I see now. Um, you know, and when you talk to them, they say I Google all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. they're not a computer. Right. <laughs> they Google things all the time. You know, they've had their challenges and things like that too. So um, it's definitely kind of when you become an engineer, it's just rites of passage that right. you have to go through. You're going to get stuck. Or you're going to have a hard time. There's going to be things that you don't know, and you have to be comfortable in that, not be embarrassed by it, but just be honest and comfortable and then get to know it. Yeah. 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 Now, as a software engineer for Ask Applications, what what is the greatest thing that you've learned uh, thus far? Ooh. The greatest thing... I would I've learned so far is that um, it's okay to reach out and ask questions. Mm-hmm. Everyone is so nice. Everyone is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is literally a Slack message away. So it's okay to reach out, ask questions, um, mm-hmm. and and seek help. Yeah. Oh, great! Goodness, thank you, Candice. It's thank truly so been much, a pleasure Candace. speaking with you, and we Fantastic thank you for your time. You. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely.